Welcome to the Yes to Entrepreneurship podcast, where you, the listener, gets to eavesdrop in on the conversations I'm having with fellow entrepreneurs as we sit down for coffee each week. Learn just what it takes to be a business owner, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. And be sure to stay till the end to learn about the Yes to Entrepreneurship Network and how it can help you grow your business. Oh, here comes my guest. Talk to you soon. <laughs> Tell me, how is work going for you now that we're in the new year, 2020? It's so exciting. Yeah, well, it is so exciting. It's it's a little bit um, it's a little bit mind-boggling that we are here uh, in this in this new year, in this new decade. Um, it's going amazing. I think that one of the things that I'm so thrilled about in 2020 is that I feel as though this work that I've done laying the ground. Um, the foundation is really coming together and I just feel so excited but it's an excitement that is almost it's almost like this quiet excitement when you go to like a giant concert and you're about to see your favorite star and you don't want to act like a fool (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Does that make sense? Like a very, a, I feel like there's a reverence in my business. Um, that's what I want to say. There's a reverence in my business for the work that I get to do, and I'm so lucky that I have this 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 career, um, and that it, it's coming together so beautifully. And, and that's the that's the cool thing about entrepreneurship. And and I I know that you you do branding, and, and I want to talk a little bit more about that and understanding more of your work because you play such a crucial role in helping fellow entrepreneurs really get their their ideas out there and visually and as well as just getting them in front of their audience and really helping them so how did you decide that branding was your thing that that's what you wanted to really own and help people with that is such a good question. Okay, so I have to tell you a little bit about my personal story. Uh, yes. To, to tell you how I got there. So I, uh, you know, I'm an immigrant to this country. I'm, I, I came here when I was 19 years old. I moved to the United States. I'm the only one in my family who did that. And I didn't have any economic or political reasons to move. Uh, okay. We immigrated from Romania to Germany. So we, my family lives in Germany. So we, uh, you know, lived in the West. And that was my family's big dream that we all get to live in the west and have a life that is filled with opportunity and so moving to america was not the plan and it was came as quite a shock to everybody and it was almost like a real it wasn't just almost it was a total renegade move on my part and and doing that kind of a little bit uh train wrecked my life uh i, I made some really really um interesting choices, but um, they weren't outwardly, uh, from the outside, no one could tell that I was having the hardest time of my life and that I was really losing my identity and didn't know who I was and got kind of lost. So from the outside, everything looked great. And from on the inside, in my private life, everything was very, very challenging. So, um, I, I was a mom at a very young age and I was I knew that I wanted to raise my child uh, and be there for her and have access to her because the only person 
she had was me. You know, I couldn't drop her off at grandma's house. There were no aunts and uncles. So I, I recognized when I first came to the United States as an exchange student at the age of 14, that this is the land of opportunity, that if you want to be an entrepreneur, this is where you want to be an entrepreneur. And I didn't know what an entrepreneur was, and I didn't know what that's going to look like in my life, but it was very appealing to me. And so as a mom, I thought this is my chance. Um, I, I, a parent doesn't know what they're doing 100% of the time. So I was there with that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all, everything is a surprise all the time. And so owning my own business and being an entrepreneur and trying that out, not knowing what I'm doing, felt like an appropriate thing to do and felt like it was filled with possibility for me to figure out who I am and craft and create and carve the life that I felt my daughter and I deserved. And so branding came very many years later because of technology, because of business owners that I got to work with, because of understanding that part of the expression of your entrepreneurial spirit happens in the process of branding and that branding is very different than marketing and that those of us who don't have a brand will probably um, engage in marketing behavior of everything from having a business card to how our elevator speak is what kinds of uh, collateral material we create the proposals we write all of that can be considered marketing <clears throat> And if we don't have our brand tightened up, our marketing is going to be, um, you know, ever-changing, flighty, pretty, but disconnected and disjointed, uh, particularly for solo entrepreneurs. So five years ago, after watching as a business consultant, as an entrepreneur, as a business coach, uh, after doing all of that in all of these different industries, I've worked in so many industries because of my clients and the background they've had. So I got to have this experience with them I recognized that one of the most important things you could possibly do in creating a sound strategy is to actually sit down together and craft a brand and answer some really hard questions. And how that connects to my personal story is that it's very important to me to have congruency in life, to have the life internally that you project out externally, that there is integrity and authenticity. And I, from, from personal experience, know and believe that that's very challenging to do. Yeah. And it's, it's a journey. So no judgment on anybody, but I wanna be a facilitator in, in creating that integrity and in creating that authenticity. And, and by saying that, I mean creating the opportunities and the pathways for that to happen. Um, because I think that business is relational. I think that people do business with people they uh, resonate with. And uh, that business is uh, an expression of who we are, right? And I believe that your work is your, um, it's your inherent human right to do good work. So branding is the, is the expression of that. It's sort of like a, it's sort of like a reflection of that. And I often talk about it's, it's the platform from which you come. So to me, it's, it's become an essential and I don't want to be dramatic, but an existential thing, like it's existential to me. Yeah, no. And, and it's so powerful to the way that you've tied in your personal story and your personal journey with your business which it it just like i mean that's 
how I feel most of us entrepreneurs um, should, if we didn't already tie it in, is that we do, we all have stories to tell and, and it's our job to tune into what's going on in our personal life that can then help us build that life that we want and ultimately help others along the way. You know, I always say teamwork equals success and and yes. it's and it's true and it, and being able to take what you've learned and apply it and then help all of these businesses just build a stronger connected uh, business. It's just amazing. Yeah, it, it really is. And I love how, uh, you know, what you just said about teamwork uh, equals success, because yeah. that to me that inherently has this uh, this question. I'm, I'm a curious person and I think that language is important because if teamwork equals success, which I totally believe, right, that this, even this collaboration here, this conversation we're having, yes. that could be considered teamwork, um, to, to define success together, to yes. then sit down and say, okay, uh, what does that look like? And, you know, we do it, um, humans, all of us in, in business and, and personally, we do it um, often, we define success almost seamlessly, right? We know when it's been good. We know when we've had a great day. We know when we feel um, that resonance and that connection and that impact and that a return on investment. We, we know success. Um, and so defining it in, in advance in more challenging or more complex situations where teamwork is required is such an important part of actually experiencing that success as a team. Oh, totally. And, and you know, when you were starting your, your business, and, and, you know, we're kind of going back uh, in time here, is, yeah. you know, what, what helped you? Because it I'm like you as well in the terms of, uh, you know, I was the first in my family to really do this entrepreneurial thing. And, yeah. and I had to figure everything out on my own. And thankfully I'm a curious person and, yeah. and researched and just did it. And so I'm just curious, like, was that the same for you in terms of like getting things started or how did that look? Cause starting is always the hardest part. Yeah. Um, really for me, it's been, um, I mean, of course, I, I believe in education. I believe in that, um, you know, that uh, relentless curiosity, that curiosity, yes. that relentlessness in pushing forward and learning more things, and um, the humility that comes with that. Right? Like so often, my clients will ask me a question, and I honestly, I, I've never, I have no idea what the answer is. <laughs> I don't have any idea what. What they're talking about even and i have to research it or you know yeah. i've never even thought of that concept that they're presenting uh and so in in as an entrepreneur you are often faced with your own um i want to say just a, a gap right it's not, yes. a, not necessarily a shortcoming or a deficit no. it could be those things but it's almost like a, a canyon and you want to get to the other side and so you have to build a bridge and as an entrepreneur you have to be willing to do that um, so, but for me, in the very beginning, it was um, it it was out of a, a a stubborn need. It was out of this place of I want. I know what I want, and what I want, what is non-negotiable for me, is I want to be with my daughter. 
and I'm not I'm not going to let anyone else raise them, her. Now remember, I was 20, 20 years old, and I knew nothing about the world, and so a lot of my decisions were based out of what I don't want and how I don't want to be like those people. It was very immature and very uh, disjointed. But it helped me, the, not knowing what I don't want, helped me take a step, a bold step forward and say, I'm going to figure out how to own my own business. And I owned it. Like, I love like, that. I was like, yeah, I'm a business owner. And I tried different things. You know, I was in real estate and learned very quickly that I love helping other people be successful. So it wasn't so much about the sale. I'm a great salesperson, but I don't enjoy sales for the, for the for the, for the sake of sales, I wanted yeah. to see other people be empowered and impacted. And it took me some time to figure out the value proposition of my business. I tried all kinds of different things. I copied a whole lot. I did, oh my gosh. I, I saw what other people did and I thought, well, I want that. Yeah. And then I copied it and, you know, um, not like their, not their work. And their right, work, right, right. But like they're just what I thought they were doing. And it, it took me some time to figure out that that wasn't the best idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to really get to the point where I know what, I'm about, what my work is about, what my value proposition is. And so now uh, when I work with clients and they tell me, you know, a lot of times they tell me, they give me examples of other people in the industry. And it's so endearing. And I smile at that because I feel, I feel ya. I know yeah. exactly that feeling. Um, and I think that's awesome that we have examples in our industry and outside of our industry. And then the hard work begins of, so now what about you? So for me, it was trial and error, um, a relentlessness and a, and a courage to continue to hit the wall and get up again and do, do, do it again. Um, to have integrity, um, I, was, I was having a conversation yesterday with my, with my daughter because I was on the phone with somebody and I was apologizing for something that had slipped through my fingers it had just been it just slipped through yeah and that's not something that i'm known for and that's not something i want to be known for having things slip through right so i had to i had to extend an apology and i get off the phone uh with her and uh, or with, with the client i was talking with my daughter and she said you're so good at apologizing and i said thank you and i asked her why do you think that is so she was trying to give me her reason and yeah to me the reason I'm good at apologizing uh, which is a is a huge compliment um, I think oh yeah because I've had so much freaking practice like yeah. <laughs> I have had to in my career I've had to learn to say I was wrong I'm sorry please forgive me may I have another chance right and I think that was very early on that I knew that I needed to do that in order to grow. Well, and that's the thing too, is being able to test the waters and, and yeah. figure it out and see what you like and what you don't like, you know, uh, that's the thing I'll, I'll tell people when, when they're trying to figure out, you know, how to produce their show or how to create a website or, a, or a, a flyer. It's like, look at things that you like and things that you don't like in, out in the world and make note of it. And then ask yourself, 
maybe why you like that and why you don't like that. And and I love that you mentioned that for, for starting your business and, and testing the waters because so many people, I think, get into entrepreneurship or think that they have to get into entrepreneurship and understand that they have to they have to know out of the gate. It's almost like, it's actually, it's almost like out graduating high school and knowing that you're supposed to go to the top four-year college and that you're gonna have the best four years at college and you're gonna know your career and be set up for life. And it's like, that's not real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the expectation in general, you know, I look at my 20s and I think, the expectation that I would have it figured out or that we would have it figured out seems so dramatically unrealistic and yes. really sets us up for failure. But I want to say something too, something we're just mentioning about trying things out and, you know, business owners and you you advise business owners and who are scaling or trying new things that could support them in yeah. their, that they're, you know, um, marketing or branding their business and how they're reaching their audience. And one of the things that I feel as, as a woman, I, I'm, I'm like bonkers about this, right? Like I'm yes. just so passionate about this because, and, and I would love to hear your thoughts on it because here's the thing, one of the things I'm noticing in business, um, especially with people who've been a little bit more established, right? They've had their, they're not a startup anymore. They've been in business for three to five years. They've they've done this work and now they've, they're trying continually uh, introducing new, modules or new methods of communication and there's and they still behave like startups they still behave like they are you know just gonna give something a try there's this tim they're timid about it they're 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 afraid about it and i feel like no it, it, you you gotta get back to remembering that that passion and that that burning need inside of you of reaching your audience and supporting them in whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's a product or a service that you're offering, giving them more, scaling it up, refining your work. And I don't know that there's room for this sort of shy, you know, dainty approach. I'm not saying be aggressive, right. but I'm, that timid, Oh my gosh, I'm not really sure if this is going to work. I don't know what to do. And I yeah. feel like I want to empower business owners to, to be strategic, to be bold, to be calculated, right? Strategic yeah. in, their, in their approach and to give it a go with all their heart and soul, with everything they've got, and then just sit back and see if it worked and then make a change. A hundred percent. I am right there. I mean, you know, I I'm I love Facebook Live, and and, yeah. and I am all about getting businesses to embrace it and use it to their benefit because yes. the power that it brings is just amazing. And there's so many opportunities that we don't even know will be coming our way until we actually start. And it's like I tell people all the time, you know love Facebook or hate Facebook, I don't care. What I care about is you utilizing the one tool, the one thing that can help catapult your business, whether you're starting out or you're well-established, like this is the one thing that you can focus your energy and your time on that doesn't cost you a dime and allows you to connect with your audience, to understand what is needed, what to understand 
who is watching and what you could be helping them with. Because sometimes we think as entrepreneurs, we know exactly what we want to do and what we want to create for people. But then when we bring it to market, we realize, oh, that's not what people wanted. Right. And then we think there's something wrong with us. And it's like, no, we're totally capable of this and we're very talented and we we have all of the tools and resources we just weren't paying attention we weren't listening to our audience and, and we weren't in this case we weren't putting ourselves out there to get feedback from our audience to understand who's there who's what they need and how we can help them yeah entirely i also in my own story i remember um i remember this was many years ago but uh I had, you know, I was I was doing a whole bunch of things, and I was doing I was throwing mud at the wall, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and again, from the outside, it looked like I was really having my stuff together, and from and on the inside, I was feeling restless, and I felt like a caged lion. You know, I was trying this and I tried that, and it was it was just going at it from every which angle, and uh, and then I got really sick, and I needed to push the pause button, um, and one of coming back from that, I was. Uh, you know, trying to take care of my body and be healthy and go to the gym, which I had never done in my oh. entire life. So I remember going to the gym for like a month and then having dinner with my girlfriends. We were going together for dinner and I was really still coming back from having to take a pretty significant break. And one of my girlfriends looks at me and she says, dang girl, your arm muscles are so, they're so defined. And I got so self-conscious about my success that I dead flat stopped working out. No kidding. No work. No, I'm not joking. So what that, so then because that happened, I was like, well, where else in my life am I doing this? And the reason I'm telling you this story is because from personal experience and from working with, with entrepreneurs, one of the things that I've had the opportunity to notice and have developed great compassion for and understanding is I believe that entrepreneurs are fundamentally, many of us, yeah. fundamentally afraid of success. Yeah. And when something doesn't work out, we believe that it is an indicator to quit, not to stop and reevaluate, but to quit. And that has been something that for me was like, major rewiring in my brain. Like I felt like I had to pull up all the all the old old wires. Yep. Dig new trenches, put the new stuff in, connect it up and see if it works. Because that was something that felt very, very um surprising to me and I noticed it often. I think failure first or fear fear of success rather. Fear of success can take on different forms, right? We, yes. we think we want it, and not only do we think we want it, I think what's even more important is we think that we have to have it in the same way that others have it in order for it to qualify as success. Yes. And for me, personally, it had to be and I'm not good at this, right? I'm not, and yeah. this is a practice. It has to be continually um, defined and refined. And and honestly, I have to pay attention to it, right? And I'm also, a, I'm a driver, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are, 
self-motivated uh, drivers. Yeah. I don't think that that's a, a criteria or a, a, a you know a, a, you have to have that, but I think most entrepreneurs are self-driven. Um, and I think that when that happens, like we we uh, we achieve something and we're already on to the next thing. And so for me, um, stopping and celebrating and doing all that stuff doesn't work. What works is seeing how this 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 particular endeavor, this particular day, uh, completing this particular interview, is part of the expression of my success. Yes. And I have to remind myself of that. Otherwise, I don't know about you, but I'll get off. And tonight at about 10 p.m., all the goons come out and they'll tell me all the things I should have done differently. (laughs) It's it's true though. And that's a great point that it is. It's one of those things that we just move on to the next thing just be, I mean, I think just in life in general, because we're so used to, we have a to-do list that's never ending. And and when you add entrepreneurship in there, it's, it's even worse. And it's one of those things that we just keep checking things off the list and we don't spend enough time sitting down and reflecting on what we've created and what we've done and understanding we have made so many things happen. We have been to different, you know, places, helping different people, um, building different things, and, and all of them have their um, their meaning and their point in our life and, and a stepping stone into the next direction that we're going. And so I really do uh, believe that as well, is that it's it's so important for us to pause and reflect and, and really think about that because, yeah, even in a day, by the end of the day, those those things start coming up and then it's like wait what did i do did i even do anything today did i make a difference and unless the universe sends me personally sends me a message and i actually listen to it i forget sometimes and it's like thankfully i tune in quite a bit with what is the universe telling me and i'll get those messages you know in my facebook messenger or my email or a text where it's like that one person who i didn't even know was really paying attention is telling me they're paying attention and it's that that part that like reignites me and it's like ah that's why i need to keep doing this yeah i, I love what you're saying there because it's it's it you're what you're saying is and this i i am terrible at that but i love you're great at it paying attention to the little uh the little um hints the little morsels of confirmation and affirmation of the work that you're doing and yeah. I, I that is such a it's a, such a beautiful quality in you um, I think where where I'm where I'm also wanting to celebrate success is um, is being able to see that my success could potentially be your success. Yeah. And so, and that gets tricky, right? Because it's not like I'm only successful if the other person's successful, but the especially the work that we do, especially service providers. Yeah. If, if we get to see our clients, our audience succeed because we were delivering all we could with integrity and authenticity and courage and, and diligence, then, then their success is enough, right? Then, then it, it's part of that 
it's part of that value proposition. And I, I, I try to remind myself and I try to remind clients that if success was part of the ROI, right, then the way that you measure ROI is in value, time, and money. And not just in the money piece. The money piece is super important. I want all entrepreneurs to be financially successful. Right. And, and financially responsible in creating that success. So not overcharging, not undercharging, not under delivering, um, but always just, you know, just being responsible with that and, and make being financially successful. And also paying attention to the fact that they're that they're successful in other ways as well. That the ROI comes in value and in time as well. And uh, that's part of the success. That's part of seeing your value proposition flourish. Like I can imagine with your clients, you're mentioning Facebook Live. You know, if, if, if I was one of your clients and you saw me, which I probably need to be so I can be better at Facebook Live. Yes. That's <laughs> just the hardest thing for me. But if you saw me, you know, going live three times a week consistently, I bet you would just feel so stoked. Oh, 100%. Like Right? I love that stuff. Yeah, you would feel successful because you see me being successful. And I think that's the part in entrepreneurship that I love so much, that there is, you know, a community and yes. that there is camaraderie. Um, and I, I, I'm a fiercely competitive person, but I don't have to compete against a person. I think that the competition is... The competition is against myself, which I know sounds so cheesy. No, but it, it's against it. The competition is in, in, um, gosh, it's that saying like all uh, a rising tide raises all boats, right? So how can we raise this tide together? How can we elevate performance? How can we elevate um, delivery? How can we elevate one another? What can we do for our clients? What can we do for our audience? And defining success as personal to you and not because you're achieving fame right. or status or luxury, but you are delivering high value content into your audience, um, that that ought to be considered success. Oh yeah, I, and, and I love that you bring that up because that's one thing, my friend Vicky, she's in the UK and, and she, um, she's been on the Yes Entrepreneurship podcast and, mm -hmm. and she's been on my uh, Facebook live show. And I, I love seeing her pop up in my newsfeed on Facebook all the time because back when I first started the show, she probably was a guest probably in, I wanna say 2016 maybe, but anyway, she was so nervous and had never been on, video before she didn't want to be on video and she agreed to be on my show and I was I told her you're gonna be fine we're, we're in this together and still to this day I still both of us still remember that day and time when she showed up live because now she goes live so much on her business page on her um, she's in a couple other business groups and she'll go live in there and it's just it brings me so much joy seeing her every time pop in my newsfeed with her smiling face talking live to her audience it's just like that is why I do what I do and that is why I love Facebook live and being able to help people do more of that <laughs> I love your passion and I love that you know um, that part of what your value proposition is, is to empower other people to communicate 
and learn to communicate about whatever it is that they do uh, to their audience. And so in that way, it's like you're, you know, you're actually impacting people that you'll never know. You will never meet. You will never know how you impacted them because, uh, because you've, you've helped one person. And I think that is what I love about the, the about being an entrepreneur and i also think that that's one of the most challenging things about being one i think that that because you lose focus because especially as an as a entrepreneur it can very quickly very quickly become about you especially oh, yeah. when things don't work out because the bottom line you know the but it's sort of like the buck yeah. stops here i feel like i'm in an old western movie when yeah. i was like this is it that's a hard line and that pressure is real. Yes. That's a real thing that we deal with. It's not just, you know, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of my audience, uh, this is very cute. So hi, everybody. For, thank you for listening. They all think that I'm a professional happy hour girl. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so, so because because that's sort of what I talk about more than anything else. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, that's what they hear. That's the fun part. And I think that that the the the, the pressure that we feel um, that, that doesn't get a lot of airtime, you know? Oh, no, yeah. And so, and so people will, will create some sort of a idea about what it is that we do. And I do that with other people, you know, oh, I, have, for sure. I have some sort of an idea about, you know, it can't be that hard to do what it is they're doing or <laughs> look how much fun they're having. Why I'm not having, why am I not having that much fun? Well, I don't see the the you know blood sweat and tears and the agony of the self doubt that they slept sh- around them like a shadow and how difficult it is to take these chances and I think that that's uniquely entrepreneurial about uh, you know uh, it, it, having that that pressure I think having that pressure is true when you have a job and you're growing in your career um, you know but oh, it's yeah. unique to entrepreneurs to have that shadow on them every single day so to me it becomes then it has to be playful it has to be deliberate otherwise i just succumb to you know whatever pressure right well and i think too um you know you brought up some great points there when we work a nine to five and we have that pressure it's a little different because Mm -hmm. we have well for some you you stop once you're off the clock but For others, you have support system, whether they're supportive or not, you still have you still have a group of people in the office that you have to either answer to or that you communicate with or that you can just vent to or whatnot. Yes. But as entrepreneurs, we're so secluded, even if we have amazing co-working places and coffee shops and bars and whatnot, it's still at the end of the day comes back to just us and our device. <laughs> yeah. Because you are making the decision, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's you're 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 filling a lot of different roles, and I think that's where um, a lot of times we say things like, "Well, I'm wearing different hats." Yes. And and I I, I hear that, and I also feel like that's where you know, that's where I got lost. You know, where which hat am I supposed to wear? And I had to just get to the point where it's like no I'm not I'm not I'm I'm going to deal with this exactly like I deal with everything in my life and I I go back as a mother I go back to parenting I go back to relationships you know I don't wear a different hat with Ed than I do 
you know, with, with my best friend. Now, I, I may be talking to Ed about different things than I do with my best friend, but, I, but it's still me. I yeah. still have to show up fully. I still have to deal with this fully and encounter this opportunity or the life or the question or whatever, you know, fully. And so I think it's less about changing your hat out. Uh, that's like a pet peeve of mine, I guess, or, yeah. or a side hustle, right? Having a side hustle. It's your whole thing. Um, it's your it's your whole life that is is all of you that is being applied to that one particular endeavor or that one particular conversation. Uh, my clients get all of me, um, and and then when my daughter calls and I know she's at school and she typically doesn't call me from school, I will answer that phone because I'm also fully mother while yeah. I am fully business strategist. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think a lot of times entrepreneurs feel this pressure of having to constantly switch back and forth. And I just want to say, just show up. Just do the best you can with what you've got and and keep learning and keep pushing and and keep apologizing if you have to. And uh, and make a new way and and be with other entrepreneurs. Um, And then the, yeah, huge, huge. And for me, I wonder, I wonder if you encounter this, the whole team thing, right? So I've grown my team a little bit and that was probably the biggest surprise to me because I've grown other people's teams and I've done other people's training and I've done all kinds of things with other people's teams. Um, But growing my team very much changed my thinking or... um, Remind do things probably yeah and and that that oh the reason i'm bringing it up is because of that element of you know your team needs you yeah. and looks to you and your team needs you to answer their questions whether they're employees or they're you know independent contractors or a combination of both whether they are you know remote or in the office with you the the, the thing that happens is they're very much looking at their leader, at the business owner, at the entrepreneur. And it, it isn't, um, it's collaboration, but it isn't like, well, you guys just do whatever you think. Right. right. So, so then you have, as a business owner, an entrepreneur with a smaller, in a smaller company, you have yet another hat to wear. And if I had to then really actually change, take take my hats off and go and, and go back and forth and juggle that, I think I would go insane. I, I I I think I would just lose myself in all of that. So for me, it's very important that I keep the the goal in mind, that the target, the that that we know where we're heading, that I always know true north. Yeah. So we navigate, and as we navigate, there's a lot of you know, things that can happen, but we, we're, it's very important, even if I feel lost, or I feel like where in the world is this going? How am I going to do with this issue? Um, that we know that we have true north, that we have our integrity, that we have our value prop, that we have our aim, we know where we're heading. Um, and then that way I can be an effective leader for my team. I can practice self-leadership and I believe that ultimately my clients are better as a result and then also my community is better. So I yeah. believe entrepreneurs are change makers. 
Oh, a hundred percent. And that's, that's the beauty of the work that we do. And you know, it's, it's exciting. It's scary. It's happy. It's sad. It's stressful. It's a, uh, stress-free like there's so many emotions that we go through and and it's just it's a lot of fun when you're able to look at the bigger picture and understand that it is more than just you it, it's it's your community it's the people that you're reaching and and potentially can reach if you just show up and you just do the work um, and and it's just yeah it, it's it's exciting and i i've literally gotten chills from our conversation because it's just it's so much fun to just chat about this and, and to understand our worlds i hope you enjoyed this episode of the yes to entrepreneurship podcast be sure to head over to yes to entrepreneurship.com for more episodes, as well as information on how you can join the Yes to Entrepreneurship Network. The network brings together ambitious entrepreneurs, you, the Why Notters, who want to grow their business online and master the basic principles of organic marketing so they can connect with their ideal audience, collaborate with fellow business owners, and create engaging content that actually converts into sales so that they can build a sustainable business over time. Join the Yes to Entrepreneurship Network today at yestoentrepreneurship.com.